0: Hey there, I'm Coach Pete Cofarcio, and this is Dynamic Destiny. Welcome to Dynamic Destiny. This is Coach Pete, and I'm really excited about this episode that we have today. Later on in the show, I'm going to have a guest, Nathan Hubbard, and today's topic is one that I've gone really deep with, uh, how the science of personality theory can help you understand your destiny? How can the science of personality theory help you understand your destiny? But before we get into that, we'll have our quote for the day. This is from Carl Lagerfeld. Personality begins where comparison ends. Personality begins where comparison ends. Boy, I'll tell you, that's the biggest enemy of really understanding who you are and what your destiny is, is comparison. It's a real trap. One of the ways you're going to be able to avoid that comparison is if you have better awareness of your own design and identity. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, how the science of personality theory can help you understand your destiny. So this whole field has just mushroomed and it really kind of exploded uh, in the past decades. And uh, as neurosciences has come along and our understanding of the social sciences, they're kind of all coming together. And there's enough people that have taken some of the more popular assessments that we have a really strong uh, statistical base. There's a lot of data mining that can go on and we can find different patterns. Specifically today we're going to talk about some of the assessments that you can take to to unlock your understanding into the way you're designed. Now, why I'm I'm kind of a fan of these and why why are they good? Well, the first thing is they can improve your emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence. That's a word that gets thrown around a lot. Basically, it's being aware of your emotions, the emotions of others so that you can get along with people better and socially maneuver in a way that is empathetic and and helps people move forward and 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 instead of having unnecessary conflict so there's different components to emotional awareness the first one though is self-awareness and that's one thing these assessments can really do is help you understand the way you're wired What, what you know what what kind of predilections or leanings do you have in your personality? What are some of the triggers that tend to set you off? If you're aware of those, boy, you can deal with them a whole lot better. The other thing that's great about these though is it helps you be more others aware. How can, When you understand the different ways people are wired, boy, you can just accept the fact, hey, they're really different. They don't see the same things the same way I do, and they're not going to react the same way I do, and they don't process things the same way I do. Without, if you don't have good understanding of that, you might think, well, what's what's their problem? Why didn't they just do this? Because that's the way you would have done it. Well, because they're not you. <laughs> okay, they're different than you are. They're wired differently, and they're going to respond differently. So, if you can get some understanding around that, some of the core ways that uh, that people are designed. It's going to it's gonna really help you. It's going to help you get along uh, with others and it's going to help you appreciate them as well. And you'll wind up doing better work because you're going to see the power in deferring to others and in getting multiple perspectives. It's great. Now, if you're in a work environment or even in a family environment and or, or your friends and all of you are... Taking the same assessment, boy, that's there's another positive thing to that. You can all explore that together. You can get talking. You can get feedback from people instantly. Oh yeah, I see that quality in you. I'm not surprised you scored this way. Or you can you can lend that feedback to others. So uh, we see this happen in work environments a lot when everyone takes the same assessment. It uh, there's a lot of buzz for you know good good month or two on that uh, as awareness goes up and. A final benefit, like for for partners, right, for couples and partners, helps you understand how you might complement one another. I'll talk a little bit more about that later with a specific story. So, you know, what are these assessments and what do they measure? Well, there are tons of assessments out there. I think last count, um, like, over 250 commercially available ones. So it can get a little complex. I'm only going to highlight a handful of them. And uh, they they all measure different things and come at things from a different angle. Uh, One of the more common ones, and it's really been around, it it might even be the one that kind of triggered the whole movement, is the disc. The disc approach is a quadrant approach, um, and it's going to measure things along two different axes, like Are you more people oriented or task oriented? And are you more dominant or uh, pushing to make things happen? Or are you more compliant and accepting the way things are? And they ask, uh, most of these assessments ask you a whole battery of questions or you have to rate things. It's going to tally up those results and give you an answer. So, DISC is one of the quadrant based assessments. There are many others like that, like your communication colors. And and there's a lot of variance on the DISC because it's been around the longest. Uh, Next is Myers-Briggs personality type indicator. This is also going to measure your personality, but it's going to put you in like one of 16 different categories with uh, letter codes. And, uh, you know, uh, some people love Myers-Briggs. It didn't really connect well with me. And by the way, I'm going to put that caveat in for all of these. Some of the these are all just ways to describe personality. Some of them you might really connect with, oh my gosh, I understand. Other ones will be like, meh, I don't know. I kind of straddle two or three different categories. Okay, another really popular one right now is the Enneagram. And uh, my guest later today is going to talk a little bit about Enneagram. But that's more like how are you prone to react and respond in different situations, as well as the darker side of of your category as well so we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the episode another assessment that I really like is your motivational gifts Um, and this is the way you tend to view the world spiritually and so there's like perceiver and exhorter giver um, administrative helper compassionate teaching. There's all these different categories. Um, And I found that I found that to be really helpful as well. And then probably my favorite is StrengthsFinder. I've administered this myself to probably between 70 and 80 different people. I'm certified in it. And I helped to build up a company uh, called We Align that's uh, has this as one of their foundational building blocks. It's different. Um, It's not to try to put you into a category. It's to help you understand your areas of natural talent okay so not not to put you in a box but to help you see if you have this talent it might show up this way and here's some ways to maximize that and some ways if you overplay it where it could get you in trouble 34 different areas the gallup organization puts that out check out the show notes for this episode i provide links for all of those assessments most of them are free uh, Strengths Finder is not, but I have free ver- links to free versions of all those other assessments. So you can check those out. And uh, you know, there's many others. Maybe you have a favorite. Hey, write to me and tell me about it. If there's another assessment you've liked and especially tell me if it helped you and how did it help you? Write to me askpete at petecoaching.com. I'd love to hear from you. Well, there are also some limitations when it comes to these assessments, and I want you to be aware of those as well. First of all, most of these are self-administered, meaning you're rating yourself, like your preferences or how might you react in a certain situation. Well, that automatically has some built-in bias, okay? Uh, because you might not be fully self-aware. okay. Um, in, uh, in contrast to that last episode, we talked about getting feedback from other people. That's um, other people's view of you. And maybe we, we talked about a 360 degree assessment in the last episode. That's when others completed. This is, you're going to rate yourself. So it's got a little bias in there. Also, your in current environment and the current stressors in your life could skew the results. It doesn't always, but it could. For instance, um, I know someone who was in a sales uh, role, and one of the Clifton strengths. Talents is called woo, which is winning others over and being a great networker. When she was in uh, an intense sales role, that scored really high. But when she moved out of it, it actually dropped down uh, as far as uh, the the dominance in her life. So there, these, these things aren't perfect. Um, another kind of warning on these assessments, if you're using it fatalistically, you're doing it wrong. And what I mean by that is like, oh, the, I'm, this says I'm an Enneagram 8, but I'm reading the, the description of this and I don't totally line up with that. What's wrong with me? No, 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 no. That is not the way to view these. These are tools. These are uh, frameworks to help you understand the very, very complex world of personality. Okay, It's a way to look at it it's not the definitive way to look at it and there's nothing wrong with you if you don't fit exactly to what one of these descriptions says, despite how the results came out okay now you may have a blind spot and you actually are more like that than you think but don't worry about it this isn't this isn't uh, meant to be like stamping you and, and labeling you like you have to be like this that's not the goal. And if you if you do that, or if somebody tries to do that to you and say, well, you're high S on the disc and you should be doing this and this, or you should be responding this way. It's like, you know, no, talk to the hand. <laughs> like that's, that's not the way these should be. So don't let anybody put that on you as well. Uh, an- another, just a warning, like, set expectations. This is not going to unlock the mysteries of the universe and the complexities of your personality and finally explain everything, okay? No one fits perfectly into any one category. It doesn't work that way. And finally, this is not for making excuses, okay? <laughs> oh, I'm t- I'm always late for meetings because um, in StrengthsFinder, I have uh, adaptability uh, really high and that means I just love to be with people and I don't pay attention to schedules. Well sorry Charlie, you've got to uh, ramp it up and get control of that the reason you get awareness on these and especially the weaker areas of any of these assessments is so you can work on it okay it's not a it's not a free pass that like I'll never be this way okay so this is not to make excuses okay and your calling or your job or whatever may call you to go outside your comfort zone. And get stretched hey that's how we grow again if we'd all love to pick and choose exactly what we love to be doing just our preferences but that's not life okay so you're going to be stretched at times so don't don't say oh i can't do this it doesn't fit (laughs) the latest assessment i took all right and you know now some companies are having prospective employees take assessments there's kind of a place for that but i'll tell you over reliance on that it's already starting to become a problem uh, when, when companies over rely on that because it just, they don't predict all kinds of human behavior, right? And they factor, we're not machines, okay? We're not robots. Hey, I do want to tell you a couple stories of how this has worked. I, I'm I am a fan of assessments overall. I just showed you some downsides, but overall, I'm a big fan only because I've seen how this has impacted certain people and how it's really helped them in their understanding. I want to tell you the first story of a woman named Sarah and uh, this was the Strengths Finder assessment, and uh, Sarah was signed up to take this assessment with her husband, and it was uh, it was a, a really uh, fun for me as as the coach because I always I almost always do my sessions over Zoom, so I saw their faces, and the husband had signed up, and I've, I always ask first like, hey, um, what do you hope to get out of the uh, are out of our time together. And the husband gave a good answer, you know, um, strengthen their marriage and help them, you know, excel in their leadership role. And, and the wife was like, um, I'm just doing it. Cause he wants me to do it. You know, cause it got the look. I'm not really not into this. Well, as soon as we hit her number one strength, her entire affect changed from like, yeah, I'm just here to Wait a minute. What did you say? <laughs> got totally zoomed in on the call and Was so intently focused on it and absorbed all the information, and it hugely unlocked something for her. You see, she was strong in some of the leadership talents. She had a a real cluster of those, but she was frustrated because the background that she grew up in and the church culture that they were in really suppressed women in leadership roles or uh, even even leadership uh, strengths in women and kind of made them take a back seat. And when I spoke to those leadership qualities in her life, it just she just came alive. okay and by the way, this is a pattern we've seen girls are when they're younger are often called bossy if they have strong leadership talents like in in uh, strengths finder language that's called, one of them is called command. And um, and and Sarah had command, and she had just kind of really been, you know, marginalized because of that. But you know, through working and coaching, uh, through through the assessment, she really came to embrace that and is now using it in some really great ways in her current environment. So that was a win. Gift test. Uh, I had a, a big win there. Somebody, I'm going to uh, leave the person's name out of this one. Um, scored high in what's called a perceiver, also called prophetic. And the perceiver sees things very accurately. They're very discerning, um, and they see things that a lot of other people don't. But one of the things that goes along with that is they tend to instantly verbalize what they see. And sometimes these things are very accurate. It could be very pointed and it can be taken as criticism when they verbalize it. Okay. And uh, so through understanding, there's a, a, a predisposition toward that. The 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 kind of the go-to fix for that is pray it don't say it meaning spiritually you're seeing different needs and you're seeing different dynamics you should pray about it instead of just saying it and calling it out to somebody and, and possibly embarrassing them or criticizing them so that awareness helped put a filter between the seeing and the mouth and this person really uh came a long way And was able to, you know, that uh, we talked about emotional intelligence, that self-awareness, didn't realize how much uh, that person was um, putting off other people. And then when we learned to temper it it was a big, uh, really unlocked a big, a big key for them. Okay. So that's, that's what I'm trying to highlight with all these assessments. If they can help you grow, that's a win. Uh, Last one I'll just say is DISC is, is my wife and I. Okay. So we first took DISC like 30 years ago. And we took it and it was, um, you know, you can plot these on a graph. We were exactly opposite in all four categories. Like my highest was her lowest, her lowest was my highest. Our graphs were completely inverted. We took it uh, probably 20 years after that, same exact results. (laughs) And in the Clifton Strengths, my top two strengths are her bottom two and her bottom two, are, are my, uh, her top two are my bottom two. So it's really interesting. Well, how has that helped us? Well, it really helps us appreciate and celebrate our differences instead of fighting. Like, why don't you see it this way? And why don't you see it that way? We view each other as gifts. Like, hey, you know what? This is what I bring to the table. But I'm missing some other areas that could be really helpful in to make a decision or on, on how we process life. And so when I can see, oh, this is what you bring to the table, and I need that to round out my perspective, you start to appreciate one another and see each other as a gift. Instead of somebody like you're just having conflict all the time, you're like, hey, we're learning to defer to one another. So, again, another example of how uh, assessments can really help. Hey, we're going to take a short break, and when we return, I'm going to introduce my special guest, Nathan Hubbard. Hi there, Coach Pete here and I'm so excited to tell you about a new course that we just released, Decoding Your Destiny. Over the past 20 years, I've worked with hundreds of people to curate the very best tools that will help you get more clarity on your life purpose and calling. The course uses eight very easy to follow short videos and online fillable worksheets that help you record your answers and capture new insights. You're sure to get greater clarity on your life purpose and know specifically how you can make the best difference in the world. Go to PeteCoaching.com and look for online courses. I can't wait for you to get greater clarity and understanding for your destiny. Well, I am so glad to have a guest on the show today. This is Nathan Hubbard, who happens to be my nephew, coming to us from <laughs> California. So, hi, Nate, and Hello. welcome. And t- tell us a little bit about yourself. So,
1: I yeah, I live in California in LA, uh, and I live in a boarding school community. And I work kind of for the boarding school, but I'm also a musician. I got my doctorate in 2018 in oboe, and then I also am a pianist. Um, not really doing much in terms of performing. I, I give some balcony concerts for the neighborhood during the pandemic, uh, but I teach music over online a lot. And I also teach oboe in a music camp over the summers. That's also a big part of my life. Um, summer long camp in Maine called Encore Coda.
0: Awesome, awesome. and. Mm-hmm. You come from two parents who are both teachers as well, so we'll put Nathan's uh, website in the show notes so you all can check it. Do you give um, do you give uh, virtual lessons as well?
1: Virtual lessons, def- Yeah, that's all I'm doing right now. Oh, okay.
0: So, so yeah. here you go. <laughs> Check out, check out his website if you know someone who needs music lessons. So, Nathan, so glad, thanks for joining me. Um, no the reason I brought you on is because uh, I remember back in the fall, you and I were at a family event, and you just lit up over the Enneagram assessment. Mm-hmm. And now I've taken it. But I uh, haven't gone as deep and you just seemed like a fan. <laughs> and so I'd like uh, for you to tell us a little bit, you know, the, the phrase you used when you uh, when you described it is that it was life changing for you. How, how so?
1: What I what initially attracted me to it was that it, it, it did tell you all these like personality habits. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's kind of like me. But it also goes deeper than that and kind of shows you what happens when you're very healthy and then when you're like not as healthy um so it was very life-changing for me because when i discovered my number which is the enneagram four the individualist or the romantic or the special one um i was able to see sort of these uh, habits that i would get into that would just make me unhealthy and uh i was able to recognize them so that might be like spiraling down thinking too much uh, fantasizing too much about things that aren't real um, So it was very life changing in that I could actually recognize, I was able to recognize personality patterns.
0: Okay. So um, in emotional intelligence language, we call that self-awareness. It's one of the reasons I love to get people taking some kind of an assessment. I I actually recommend like take like maybe two different ones at Mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. And it's not that it completely defines you, but it can give you language and help you understand like you said, some of the things that might trip you up, as well as some of the areas where you might have strength that you're maybe you're devaluing it or you're not, you're not developing it enough. Okay, so that was a better understanding of yourself. How has this assessment tool helped you relate to other people better? Oh my gosh.
1: What I love about the enneagram now is since I have studied it more and I've gotten to know like every number. I have such a better appreciation of just humanity, like people. Hmm. And it's it's funny. I don't know if you ever watched the show Survivor. Yeah. Um, but my partner and I are really into it, and it's it's like a personality show. You watch it
0: and you just see all <laughs> the different personalities. They should they should like paint numbers on their shirts. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. But it's it's interesting because I I watch it through an Enneagram lens, and you can see the positive qualities of each character, but then you're watching the show and these characters are like, oh, I don't like this person. I don't like that person. Um, and I realize, like, I am gaining an appreciation of personality
0: traits that I had previously like not liked. Mm. So like, if you just understood who they were better, maybe you can get yeah. on with them or appreciate them. Appreciate yeah. kind of the magic word there, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Right. You don't have to be like them. You don't mm-hmm. have to necessarily even enjoy it, but at least you can understand right. why they're right. responding the way they are. Yeah. 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 And and what they bring to the table. Like someone who's really
1: loud and aggressive is the complete, yeah complete opposite of me. But they bring like leadership and justice. To the world Mm -hmm. um that's i'm talking about like enneagram eight the challenger (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay um and so yeah so you when i can learn to appreciate other people then i can see them better and i can have compassion for them awesome
0: yeah well any any uh connections or insights in you know your enneagram and your career choices yeah so enneagram for me personally for me
1: Uh, Where my number, like some of the bad, worst parts of my number shows up, tends to be in my career life. Oh, yeah. For example. (laughs) For example, I am. So let's talk about the special one. Use the, the term, the special one. I hate applying to things where a million people are applying to them and going through the process of getting everything together. Like for me, it feels very emotional to do that. Only then to know that they're probably going to just skip over my name and not do anything with me. So then I have zero motivation to apply to like a bunch of jobs. Whereas other personality types might be like, I don't care. I just need to apply to like 30 jobs today. And they're just do, 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 do. But I get caught up in my emotions and feel that. So so yeah, the Enneagram gives me language to identify where I struggle
0: in the uh the more uh like romantic was one word that use meaning by the way that doesn't mean lover romantic mm-hmm. what it means is appreciation of nature and being having a soul connection with mm-hmm. greater things going on in life mm-hmm. um you're you're a concert oboist correct mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. not to me not a big surprise that <laughs> that you went into you know an arts kind of field
1: yeah 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 to be able to pursue something that feels pretty endless. Like music, you can just dive deeper and deeper and, deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. And that's like, so great to do as a four.
0: You know, not a lot of people would use the word endless. <laughs> but I, as a romantic, I totally understand it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, okay. right. Okay. okay, well, hey, Nathan, thanks so much for joining us. Um, tell us again how people could get in touch with you. if. Uh, yeah,
1: so uh, I, I have a website, NathanHubbardMusic.com. And uh, there'll be a few recordings of things I've done, as well as information about lessons. And it has a contact
0: uh, link on there as well. So that's a good Okay, one. And I'll put that down in the show notes. Nathan, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your observations. This has been great. Of course, I love the Enneagram. Thank you. <laughs> OK. <laughs> All right, Nathan, it was so great to have you here. Hey, uh, it's time for our Make It Real Challenge. So here's the drum roll. Make it real challenge. Bam. Okay. It's simple. Take an assessment. If you've already taken one, take another one. See the show notes for links. I've got links to free versions of most of these assessments. Just take one and write back to me and tell me what uh, some insights you got and any big ah ahas that really help to unlock understanding for you or that helps you understand somebody else that you, were, you might've been uh, maybe judging them or didn't really understand the way they were wired. Hey, just to summarize with this episode, the science of personality theory can really help us grow in our emotional intelligence. You can become more self-aware and you can become more aware of the way other people are wired. I wanna repeat our quote for the day, personality begins where comparison ends. Personality Begins Where Comparison Ends. That's from Carl Lagerfield. I want to thank my guest, Nathan Hubbard, for joining me today. And I want to thank you for giving time to listen to this podcast. Please share it, uh, rate it on your favorite podcast platform, and tell others about it. This has been Coach Pete reminding you that you really are God's gift to the world. We need you to be the best version of you that you can be. Bye-bye. Thank you, my friend, for joining me on this episode of Dynamic Destiny. As a reminder, you can get more free tools and downloads at PeteCoaching.com. Let's continue the discussion. Write to me with your questions and feedback. Ask Pete at PeteCoaching.com. Be sure to tell your friends and please leave a five-star podcast review. I can't wait to have you join me next time on Dynamic Destiny.